Alright, welcome to episode 15 of Six Point Weekend. Alright, we are all in separate places right now. We have myself, we have Dave. Hello. We have Ebony. Hi. And we have KP. What's that? <laughs> KP's finally back. It's been yeah. ages. It's been ages. It's good to have you back, man. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Uh, we're we're so close to finishing with house stuff, and it's nice to be able to kind of get back into a normal schedule. Yeah, yeah. So, KP, if it sounds like in KP's in a new place, it's because he is. He's got a new house. And Dave, you've got a new house as well, right? Yes. I've, yeah, I've, we moved into our uh, new apartment a couple weeks ago. This is my first Raleigh address in 28 years. Dang. Wow. So, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be interesting. Wow. Well, this is uh this is also going to be an interesting podcast, but before we get going, we want to tell you all that we are brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company. You can get all the beer that you can handle at Tasty Beverage Company in downtown Raleigh or in their Asheville location if you ever find yourself in Asheville or online at tastybeverageco.com. They do deliver. It's pretty awesome. So everyone that's uh, on the podcast right now is drinking something that they could get from Tasty Beverage. So you should be doing that too when you listen to this podcast, hopefully when you're not driving. Or at work, oh. <laughs> basically when you're just at home. <laughs> um, and we're also and, and shout out to Tasty Beverage Company for their Innocent Gun selections. One of the highest quality I've ah, seen in any bottle yes. shop. I know Innocent Gun very well. Yeah, good stuff. Um, there, we're also brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. Uh, we're part of the Beautiful Game Network podcast network, and we're also part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea podcast network. So you can check out the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm or on Twitter at the bgnfm. You can check out SoccerAndSweetTea.com, or I believe the tweet handle is Soccer and Sweet Tea, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> soccer and Sweet Tea. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, y'all, because we this is, this is a two-parter podcast, like always, so we got to talk the good with the bad, and unfortunately, we had some bad this past weekend <clears throat> NCFC. Uh, it's That one was a tough one to take, simply because... It's a quasi MLS two team who's good. They're, they're stand, their standing in the table is is reflective of their play, but you really did feel like we've been on a good run at home. Um, we mm-hmm. have more veteran players who know the game and know the league really well. So taking this one really stung. I think we've had we were winning five straight at home, the plus thirteen goal differential. Overall competitions, really great run. Last time we were at home, we beat Atlanta 4-0. So it's like, this one sh- this one would have been a little bit more difficult, but we still should have come away with something. We should have come away with three points. Let's be real. It was, the, it was the way that we lost this game, though. Yes. I mean, we, we basically had a lead for about 80 minutes, and then it just all fell apart in the last 10. Yeah. It and- was two goals in two minutes, and it, we looked like we've never kicked the ball before. So... It was a hard one. It was a hard one to swallow, especially in the stands. It, it was bad all around. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Say the least. Yeah. It, so, Pebo Dewey got uh, his first goal of his time at NCFC, which was which was good. Another yeah. assist from Kyle Becker, also good. And we held the lead for, yeah, like Dave said, the majority of the game. I believe the goal was in the 25th or 30th minute, somewhere around there. It was earlier than that. It was probably in like the 15th or 16th, I believe. Okay, yeah, yeah. So So we had a lead here for about 65 minutes, and then at some point in the 80th minute, we switched from a 4-4-2 to a 4-5-1. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So you, uh, on the surface, you can go, uh, well, the 442 doesn't always work, right? And I think I even wrote that in our show run notes, but Dave made a very good, very good point is that when we took Rios off and put on Fortune, that's when we switched to the 451 with the Willow up top. And I think it's fair to say if we can, I think now, now, now that Colin Clark is starting with two up top, maybe we should finish with two up top. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's here's my question about all of this, though. If you're trying to protect a lead, why are you doing a like for like substitution here? And that's pretty much what this was. I mean, Dre Fortune was essentially playing behind the striker. So, right. it, it, I mean, he is a midfielder, so it is a four five one. 
But if you're trying to protect the lead, why not bring in another defender at that point? Yeah, bring you know, in someone more defensive-minded. Yeah. You've got Guillen on the bench. You've got Fernandez on the bench. Go ahead and play with five defenders for ten minutes and park park the bus for a bit. Have you we know, even seen Willito Fernandez on the pitch this year? Like, have, pl- have we seen him play? He's played a little bit. I'm trying to remember when, but I do remember seeing him in the lineup at some point. Yeah, because he is one of those utility knife kind of guys who can play as a striker. Like for Orange County, he played as a striker, a midfielder, and a defensive back. So why not put him in as defensive mid and say, don't let the ball go past you. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's, your, that's your job for the next 10 minutes. Think you can do that? Great. Get out there. Because we have Candace Orr, we started with four four two. So the four four two was Dewey, Harrington, Tobin. Hey, good to see him back. League play. Uh, DJ Taylor, uh, Deleuze on the left, Candace Orr and Smith in the midfield with Becker on the right. No, no Stephen Miller. Interesting, but it seemed to be okay. Uh, yeah, we saw him in the stands, and we were like, "What are you doing up here?" Yeah, and it turns out it turns out he'd done his hamstring, but he yeah. should be back fairly soon. Well, for, okay. for for as much running as he does, I'm not shocked that he done his hamstring. So, um, and then Awello and Rios up top, which I'm it's we're still not sure who is like the Lomas or Awello that starts with Rios. I'm good with either. I think we talked about this before. Um, but yeah, you're right, Dave. You're absolutely right. Bring on a defensive midfielder if we're going to do that. I don't like. I don't even. I don't even care if he told Dre, "Hey, play more defensive. Don't go up as much." Like Dre is not a defensive midfielder. <laughs> He's a creative no. midfielder. <laughs> really frustrating. Yeah, you can't be plugging square pegs into round holes like that. It's just yeah. it's not how it works. So, what do we give? So do we do we just simply say it's a formational issue? Um, because looking at the goals that we gave up, especially the one that was the go ahead, it looked like it was just like, we weren't marking our guys. Cause that was a pretty easy cross. And it was a low cross into the box that should have been dealt with. Um, that just wasn't. So what do we blame the loss on y'all? Like, Colin Clark. what'd you say, <laughs> Ebony? Colin Clark. Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's something to that. There's something to that. I mean, when when everything stays this, when when players change and everything still stays the same, you do have to wonder. Because I wasn't able to watch much of the game. I was at a, a a house party with a couple of friends, and I checked the score, and we were up one nil. I was like, "All right, good." Checked later because I knew the game was over, and it was two one. And my initial thought, y'all, my initial reaction was, "Huh, figures." <laughs> yeah you know yeah. it's just we've come to expect that from this team unfortunately yeah. it's just like we, we we think that something good is going to happen and sometimes it does you know sometimes we do beat atlanta four yeah, nil yeah yeah but other time or Penn fc three nil but other times we just you know it's like at some point you know it's it's it you wonder if it's you know if it's a fitness thing as well because you know, our guys should have been able to go for 90 minutes. I I, can, I, I wonder about, I, I don't want to throw guys under the bus, but I mean, Harrington is no spring chicken. I wonder about his fitness for a full 90 minutes. Uh, obviously, Connor is not match fit yet. He hasn't had that much game time. Um, so that, that center back pairing, I mean, DJ Taylor runs like a demon up and down the wings. So does Dewey. I mean, they're, they're wing backs essentially. So you got to think our back four is getting pretty tired around the 80th minute or so, but we don't. We generally don't make defensive substitutions, and you got to wonder in the hot spring summer heat in North Carolina that you can do as much training as you want, but eventually that heat is just gonna just take the legs out from under you. I mean, I don't want to say that our guys are tired, but yeah, I think I think someone made a good point. So it might just be a, fit, a fitness issue right now is adjusting to the the sweltering heat when it's you know when it's like nine o'clock and it's still eighty five degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, too, because it was raining earlier in the day. Right. Yeah. So it's really really humid, and that just makes it you can't breathe in that sort of environment. I hate that we're using weather as an excuse <laughs> but i i we need something tangible we need something to say this is the reason why this is the reason why we're not getting we're not finishing games i feel like this is an all too common occurrence 
even going back to the first game against Tampa, we get the early lead and then we give up three goals. Like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, you know, yeah. and granted, one of them was a bullshit pin, and the other one was kind of a, a last-minute, you know, consolation goal for them. But it was maybe like it's just not, it's not, it's becoming an all too common occurrence where we score and then we give up a goal five minutes later, maybe six, seven minutes later. It, and this wasn't necessarily the case this time, but giving up two in three or four minutes, that's against a bunch of kids. You know, the, the game winner came from an 18 year old. His first start. First start. Now he better be good. <laughs> like that's all I'll say. Like we need to see him in a union jersey before too long. Right, right. To at least yeah. feel like, all right, you know, justified a little bit, you know. Do do we also maybe just look at are we looking ahead to the DC match? Because it's it's happening on Tuesday of this week. It's I, I don't know. I, I feel like we played such a good like, you know, we played so well for a period of time. I mean we only scored once, but we still played really well for most of the game and we dominated from what I could tell. And, you know, while the open cup is certainly important, I would say, um, especially going up against an MLS team this time, I I don't know if they were necessarily looking ahead as much as just I think it might have been exhaustion. And that's probably why I I think that the only thing I can think of, of looking ahead is probably why he pulled Rios so we can have him for yeah. DC, yeah. but that's, but even that's not like, I don't know. I'm not sure it is looking ahead. I think, I think capitulation just happened for a number of things, formation change, weather, you know, I don't know. It's, it's hard to kind of pinpoint what we're wrong. Yeah. It, well, I, here's one possibility. I mean, I'm looking at the stat lines right now and, you know, we took 17 shots in this game, but we only managed to get five of them on target. It sounds very much like a courage stat line. <laughs> yeah, it certainly yeah. does. It certainly does. Uh, yeah, that's that's that may be something to that that we weren't making. We were trying to create chances, but there weren't any clear cut chances. That's also a little worrying. And if you look at just the highlights alone, the only real highlight we had was the goal, and that they yeah. we gave them a few opportunities to get into this game and they took them. And sometimes it just comes down to who's the better team on the night. Who's the better team that, you know, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. We've talked about this many, many times. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. And we started well, we capitulated. We did not finish well in this game, but we are looking ahead to DC we have a U.S. So that's something that we have that some clubs at this point just don't have. We have an opportunity to play a uni- for, to play an M- MLS team. Sucks that we have to play it away, especially not even in their brand new home stadium, which won't even be ready until July. Yeah, because um, that would have been the, that would have made the trip so much more worth it <laughs> to be Absolutely. like, let's, oh, yeah. let's check out or, the stadium. We've got Atlanta because I, mean, I know we just played Atlanta too, but if we had been able to get like Atlanta, like they have their new stadium, like going somewhere new would have been kind of cool. Yeah, it would have been great. So it is what it is. We are playing United. Guys are already on the way there. They're already there. Do so. DC United hasn't had the greatest season for, no. by their standards. No, uh, they lost to a at the time bad in form Philly, which is now back in bad form. Yep. Um, they lost to the San- they beat a bad team in San Jose, but then they tied LAFC one, one. Uh, so now they're going into this game, but then they also have to immediately fly across the country to play uh, out of form Sounders team that hurt to say. Ebony's um, <laughs> <laughs> a, a not so not, not so ashamed Sounders fan. It, it hurts a little bit, but <laughs> you got your MLS Cup. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got mine already. I'm good. One one KP. It's one one now. One, that's right. <laughs> one, one. Uh, but but to, I, I have to reinforce her point. You know, they're they're bottom of the Eastern Conference right now, um, and they're going. You know, they're focused on probably trying to get up. I, I realize there's no, you know, relegation battle that they're worrying about. But, the, you know, 
if they want any shot at going to the MLS Cup, they obviously have to win a lot more. Now, that's not to say that they won't go to the U.S. Open Cup because it is still silverware, and they stand a good chance to beat us. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, if they add Rooney, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) If they get Rooney in time, I I don't know if – well, I don't know how I'll feel if they – Beat us because of Rooney, but uh, <laughs> he's not. Is that is, is that deal actually happened? Still yet? not happened. I mean, still not official. Still not happened. If it hasn't happened yet, it's not going to happen in time for tomorrow no, night's game. No, for no, sure. Not. For sure. No, he's not going to randomly show up. No, no, he's not going to come all the way to Southern Maryland to check out a USL D two team that we've that have we even played United DC United before? Is this our first time ever playing them? I'd have to check. I mean, it's been it's eleven years of history, so I'd have to really look at that. I'm trying to remember if we've ever faced them in the Open Cup, and I am not sure that we have. I don't know if we have. I think I might be able to find out. But but yeah, so I guess really we have something to prove. They don't want to lose to a D2 team at home. It's really kind of neck and neck, right? It's neck and neck. Who who's gonna? I, I, you flip a coin, man. I, I, it's, it's a, this is a tough one. I, I, I don't. I, is United even going to come out with a half and half? You know, are they going to? Because they're in the process of getting a. You know, right now, like I guess Richmond is their affiliate, but obviously they can't use any Richmond guys. Well, I guess technically they could. Um, but I just don't know what kind of squad they're really going to put out or if they're going to put the kids out or if they're going to have a mix of both or if they're just going to put their senior squad out and say, screw it, this is the best chance for us to legitimately get silverware. You know, you see this sometimes with lower on the table MLS squads. They go, you know what? I don't know if the playoffs are really a, a thing for us. We're going to focus on the U.S. Open Cup and see if we can make a run in that. You yeah. Know, like, I don't know. It's, that's well. If you think about it, I, I would almost err. If I were to go based on current table stats, I would definitely say that this would be what they would focus on. If you look at how Atlanta's been, how I mean, j- just Eastern Conference alone, like Atlanta, New York. I mean, Columbus is third right now. They're doing good. Um, Red Bulls are doing really good right now. Like they're they're facing some pretty steep competition as it is currently. And, you know, Western Conference is pretty stacked as well with um, Kansas and Dallas being one and two. LAFC is in top four. Portland's at fifth. Like, you know, they, they must be looking at really the whole league and saying, yeah, I don't know about this whole MLS Cup thing. I think <laughs> they yeah. may be better off. They're like, okay, maybe we won't have to face another MLS team until we've beaten a couple, you know, Division two and Division three teams, and then we'll get, like, Dallas or somebody with <laughs> yeah. Dallas is informed too. They're top of yeah, the West. They're, they're actually pretty good right now. Yeah. But you, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I so think, what happens if they don't beat the division two and division three teams to build their confidence? You know, if they, if, if we beat them, I think I, they should just I, give up on soccer. I, <laughs> I wouldn't hate I that. They will just give up. No, uh, I, I'm not sure how they're going to take it. Um, at this point in the season, I think if they lose out on the Open Cup, then they may feel a little cornered going through the rest of the MLS season because I feel like this would be a, I shouldn't say it's an easier competition because it's not. That's the beauty of like these league cups where it has all the visions of that country's pyramid. You know, it, it really like you can you you could be Manchester City but then lose to Sutton. Right. So you no. Know, mm-hmm. United's probably not going to say, "Oh, that small team from North Carolina." And then they might be like, "Well, there we have to beat them if we're going to get this cup." It's a very losable game for them, and it's a very winnable game for us. Yes, I think if anything, it's if we lose, it's like, okay, we lost to an MLS team. Okay, we'll just focus on the USL. But if we win, it's like, all right, we just beat you know a local rival on the the, the USL stage and then we proceed to beat an mls team that's technically within our region as well so that's like really confidence boosting for us yeah yeah and i think this team needs a confidence boost right now a good performance against dc i think would give it to them 
I yep. think so. Too. Absolutely, before, it would. Before Cincy comes into town, yeah, we definitely need. Oh God, a confidence yeah. boost. Yeah. So this is actually more crucial for us than it probably would be for United. I think that's probably what we're we're getting at. And Ebony, very good segue. We do play Cincy at home in oh. our next home game. Thankfully. Oh. Uh, and it sucks because we just played them. We lost. And they just got promotion for MLS. Yeah. They're, they're, they're riding a high. Quote promotion. Yeah. yeah quote promotion. Uh, it's not official. It's not, they haven't actually done it yet, but they, it is. They've bought their way into the this is, this is This is a paid promotional endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we, we host Cincy. Um, not a really great time to be playing them, even if we beat DC United on Tuesday. It's not a super great time to play them, um, only because of the history of yeah. everything involved with it. Uh, they beat us soundly at their place. It wasn't even like that was probably our worst match of the season. Yeah, there was no question. Like they, they. Just whooped our ass. Yeah. Yes. Whooped our no ass. more free Nas, guys. Yeah. No, no more free Nas. More free Nas. Nas. Mm. No more of that. So we asked for it. We got it. We got it yeah. in space. It, it's man. a trend on six point weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. We should know, much, we should know by now. We speak things into existence. So I'm gonna speak a win for us into existence. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's a one nil win for us. I think like Connor gets the goal, you know. Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, I just I feel like I don't know. I feel like he's he's back in the starting lineup. Footy is off to Malaysia. We didn't mention that sooner. Um, that's why Connor and Harrington are now the center back pairing. Good for Footy. It was always apparently a, a short term loan. Uh, I guess that was kind of probably in the weeds when we first signed him. I'm, I didn't know that. I don't think anybody knew that. But good for him. You know, he's he's back where he probably wants to be long term. So. Connor's back. Nas is back. Apparently there's going to be some sort of recognition for him. I'm not, I don't know if I'm cool with that. I, yeah. Especially it, considering, uh, he, you know, it, it, it's really tough because yes, he is one of our own. We've said that before. And, you know, he is, it, he's part, he's part of the history of our club, but it's it's kind of tough because it's like well you're playing you're going we understand why you went to Sensi because the future of MLS because he absolutely deserves to be an MLS player oh one hundred percent one hundred percent and I want him you know I hope that one day you know if we ever make it to MLS that we could get him back or you know if he continues on and becomes a really good MLS player that you know he'll always reference back and look back at his time in Carolina but yeah it's gonna be tough. You know, I'm sure people will get his applause, you know, give him applause and stuff. But with how good sense he is and how they treated us last time, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I, I, I only I say, think, yeah, go ahead, Ebony. I, I think I'm okay with them recognizing Nas just because he he spent so much time here, and like you said, could be like if we do get MLS and hopefully we get him back because he is a homegrown player and he came from the stands to the field. So I understand why they want to. I know a lot of fans are probably going to be a little weird about having to applaud an opponent, but you yeah. see it in like, <laughs> but you see it in like hockey all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. A player, a player plays there for like years, gets you like far. When, like when Eric Stahl came back or whatever. When Eric yeah. Stahl came back yeah. the first time after uh, playing for Carolina his entire career. Um, yeah. But that's, we're talking, we're talking like, years and i know that nas has been through the system he went to state he's from raleigh like i get all that but he only spent maybe three or four years in the railhawks slash ncfc team first team so and, and he, he did contribute a lot and i just think for me it's like it's like the it's the equivalent of ripping off a band-aid versus slowly peeling off a band-aid it still hurts it just hurts more if you drag it out yeah. So it's like tw it's twisting the knife a little bit because it's like, man, you are our guy. You wrecked us in the last time we met. Yeah. I really don't want you playing against us because you're gonna burn us again. You know, he knows I, how we play. He I knows feel like the it system. Been different had we played had we played them at home first. Yeah. Like he's coming into this game. It's his first time back in Carolina. 
in a new team and he hasn't done anything to us yet, you know, he can get his applause and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to- and who knows, like, if he's, you know, I don't want to word it into existence, but, you know, if he were to score, I, I, I don't see him, like, you know, dabbing or anything. No, like, he's not, he didn't celebrate when he scored against us in Cincy. So I, he yeah. definitely won't celebrate when he scores. Yeah. If, when, so, when, if he scores against us. You said when. <laughs> yeah. Going along the trend of speaking things into existence, I'm going to amplify what, Kurt, uh, what Chuck said about, um, Tobin scoring. I can see him pulling another, like, open cup like he did against yeah. the boys That's just what where I was thinking. Yep. he scores in the first seven minutes and runs up to the supporter stand <laughs> can't can't jump into it though because you get fined nope. <laughs> but, but but jump to it everything up to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean it'll be an interesting game i hope we can pull out a win i feel like we can sneak out a win hey it worked for it worked for charlotte they you know ben i think was was against everybody and said that Charlotte would beat Cincinnati and they did. They yep. crushed them. Now they just picked Cincinnati at the absolute worst time. They probably had played their worst game and Charlotte probably played their best game. Um, yeah. So I hope we can do the same. Uh, it's very rare that you'll hear me say, I wish we could do what Charlotte did, <laughs> but this is the only time this would be the only time I would say that. Sorry, Charlotte. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk courage. And we got a lot of questions for Ask6BW, so we're going to try and get to as many of those as we can. We'll be right back. Stick around. Just want to take a quick moment to say thank you to our lovely sponsors, Tasty Beverage Company. They have done an awesome job of helping us and supporting us. We hope you will support them too. Head on down to their downtown Raleigh location, or if you find yourself in Asheville, they have an Asheville location. Tasty Beverage Company has all the best beer, local beer, best beer around the world, best beer around the country. Stop in, tell them Six Point Weekend sent you, they get you a free koozie. Can't beat that. Tasty Beverage Company, tastybeverageco.com. All right, we're back. All right, we're going to, we got some good news to talk about now. We got some great news to talk about. Oh, yes. So, Courage, I, we, last time we met, we were talking about like, ooh, this Portland match might be a slippery game. You know, it's 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 a tough game. It's, it's in a hostile environment. It's midweek and could not have gone better. Could not, <laughs> have, gone better. Could not have gone better. Holy crap. 4-1. Crushed them. Not even close. The one it was four nil until they finally scored. Brace for Lynn Williams. She looked great. Um, the penalty was solid. She, I mean, that was like a little close. The keeper could have saved it, but she put it in the right spot. So, um, you want to talk about slippery things? Let's talk about Crystal Dunn for a moment. I mean, she I. was getting away from everybody in that game. There was no containing her whatsoever. And that cross to Dabinia, oh my goodness! Ooh, oh man, that was—I—I I, I replayed that like five or six times. I was just like, I can't believe that was pinpoint, and Dabinia just one time just straight in. That was beautiful. beautiful. It was a beautiful, like the and, second and, shortest player on the pitch, and she's yeah. up for that header. <laughs> Sorry, Queen, <Yeah>, but <laughs> yeah. and not just that, just everything that Crystal Dunn did to get open and to get that much space i mean there was no reason to be giving crystal dunn that much space to operate and she just had a wide open pitch in front of her you know a few quick passes in midfield and boom she was gone yeah and it's a it's it's enough it's one thing to give her space but she creates so much space because she's so Mm -hmm. small and she's so fast and quick she is kind of like messy in the sense that low center gravity short able to turn on a dime and create space out of nothing. So I was like, yeah, at the very least get on her, maybe get two players on her. Cause she will, she will find if she can't create space, she finds a player a la the, 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 the cross to Dabinia. Like, what was that? Like she, there's no way she could have seen Dabinia. Like she can't even see off of the, like over like half of the players on the pitch. Yeah, there was no way she thought over like Jess McDonald right. and all Four defenders in the box. It's just, I mean, just thinking about it, it's just amazing. Um, I mean, we went on a nice little run there. Three yes, goals did. and seven minutes. All started with the Dabinia goal, and then Lynn Williams scored, and then um, it, it was Sam Mewis scored. It was literally like shot after shot after shot. Yeah. 
All, and, what did we keep? What did we say? Right? If we keep oh, taking shots, eventually we're going to have a big game. This was it. This was, this it. was it. Um, and it, it was a statement game too, because yes. Portland is is still considered a contender here for the playoffs. And the fact that we went into their house on a on a Wednesday night, you know, with a with the stands packed, because Portland always packs the stands. Always. And you know, shout out to the fans for. For still cheering for that team yeah. when they were down four 0 I mean, yeah. you don't see that very often. But we went in there and we made a statement, and that statement is, "Get out of our way." <laughs> Basically, we are yeah. coming. Yeah, um, they just wanted to get used to the field because they'll be playing there for the final. <laughs> I like that. Knock on wood. I like that. Well, and also. It, 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 I think there's a lot of things to take away from that game. I mean, yeah, Dave's right. Like, shout out to the fans for bringing them out, and and they also kind of wanted to see their team play the best team in the league. Like, there's no question. Like, sometimes when the best team comes into town, you want to see how your team stacks up against them. You know, and and not to mention we just have stars upon stars on our team. You know, we have five. U.S. Women's National Team members in our squad, and that was the last game. Before Hashtag they, McCall her up. Hashtag McCall her up. Sup, uh, Mary Mathias getting her call up too. You know, like we we have a very good group, um, and to to see them play, just everybody was clicking on all cylinders. Urboni, Mewis, McDonald, Dabinia, Dunn, Roland had a a, a good game in goal. Um, like there, it, it was a complete team effort, and it was really really great to see. So all of that talk of like we can't finish or you know I think Sam Mewis was on uh, Neil's Inverted Triangle podcast and he was talking about like shot conversion. She was like, I mean, I think they're gonna go in eventually, and she was right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it was just a, it was just an odds thing, you know. It was just a matter of odds. It was gonna happen. Um, well, I personally can't wait to see it happen again because that mm. was just one of the best performances I've seen from any team in quite some time. Yeah, I would agree. Like th- across the board, men's and women's, USL, MLS, NWSL, EPL, that was a complete game, complete game from everybody. I mean, everybody gets a growler of the game for that one. Really, really good. Everybody got national team call-ups, which is why we didn't have that many people in Houston on Sunday. That is correct. So yeah. <laughs> we were at bare bones. But, you know, like we said, we knew we would see uh, Tea Garden, Reed, Eddie. Uh, we actually nailed the back line almost exactly. Uh, it was Hinkle, Ersig. Uh, who was it? Inkle, Hinkle, Ersig, uh, Kurtz, and Eddie. Kurtz and Eddie. Uh, yeah. I think we, we, we nailed it. Uh, Yuri in midfield was interesting. I, I I forget sometimes that she can play multiple positions. Um, but good good to see her starting. I was, we didn't really peg her to, to start that game. Yeah, it was she's... good to see. I think it's even clear to be full fitness for this game. Like I think so. This was her first game back, and how how long has it been now? Over a year. About a year. Yeah, a little over a year. Yeah, it, was, it was good, and it was good and exciting because I know that. A lot of us were really excited for her coming to the team, so shout out to her for coming back in and coming in strong, really. Yeah. It says I do a- have to say I was surprised to see her play 90 minutes. Yeah. Especially, I didn't think she would be back at, you know, four or she would, or that she would be asked to play, you know, an entire game, especially in a position that is not really her natural position. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it was just a matter for Paul to say, like, you know, we don't really have the, we don't really have the greatest depth in this game, and you need minutes, so here you go. Um, took through caution the wind. We did have a strong starting uh, up top with Williams and McDonald, um, which they didn't really get a lot of opportunities in that game, unfortunately, the Houston match. Um, but you had the Binya and Speck out on the wings. Yep. Speck Speck starting was a little surprise. I thought it yeah. would be Hamilton. Me too. Um, you had Ricaro in the midfield for defense. Yep. Got to see her for rough. I think maybe the first time this year. Yeah. That's her first, her first game uh, like all year. She was with Houston. Right. They (laughs) waved her. We picked her up. Um, and it's our first game. First start. Uh, she played a solid game. She did get beat by Ohio on the wing uh, but, for that goal. But Ohio is a good player. She's, yeah, she's she's <laughs> there. She's Houston's best threat at this point. And there's also the fact that because we had so many of our faster players get called up, we just didn't have anyone that could really counter her speed. Mm. Right. Ohio was just able to blow by 
our defenders at that point and and get through. And I think if you know if Matthias was back there or right. if or if Dabinia had been given you know free clearance to run back there, right. um, then we you know it would have been a different story. And or if Abby Dahlkemper had gotten back there oh, yeah, as yeah. well. So, I mean, it, you have any one of those players, and you could see the difference in the midfield. I mean, the fact that you know Williams and McDonald just weren't getting the type of service that they usually get. You know, you add one player that's on international duty right now, whether it be Zerboni, Mewis, or O'Sullivan. You know, put one of those players in this lineup, and I think you get a different result. Absolutely. Because they all can find that through ball, or they can all create space, which attracts defense that creates space. Um, there just was no space for them to run into or for, for any service or just maybe just the players don't didn't see it. Houston is on a roll, to be fair. Um, they're probably maybe, I mean, they're, they're, they're probably leaving that game a little hard done by the fact that they were leading. Um, it deserved the, the, the three points, honestly, because we, we, we weren't great. We, this is probably one of the worst games that we had, but it's justified. We, it's a wholesale change. I mean, look at the bench. Krause, Teagarden, uh, Williams, Reed, Hamilton, Jenkins, Dalton. Like, like we don't – a lot of these players have not, haven't even seen the bench this season, let alone be on it. And Hamilton really didn't get – I mean, I expected her to play at some point, but I've been hearing stories that she had, uh, she had a knock um, from uh, the Portland game, and as a result, she didn't get on, she didn't get on the pitch. So I was a little su- – I was a little surprised initially that Hamilton did not, didn't get on the pitch because I think we really could have used her in this yeah, game. In terms of the creative energy, mm-hmm. um, she, she does create a lot. Uh, but good for Franny Kraus. She came on yeah. as a sub and got herself a goal. She was she came on and then like a couple minutes later, she had a shot go right over the bar. Mm-hmm. And so her and Jenkins coming on was very made a huge difference to me at least um oh 100 I mean, percent. they're 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 fast players young ready and they're they're running at a tired houston back line that yeah. was already depleted themselves because they haven't mm-hmm. had the proper signings and players back and, there anyway and christy like, Mewis was out Shim. as well yeah yeah christy right. Mewis was out you have mana shim playing defensive mid like that that makes no sense at all like when she played in the league she played for portland and she was definitely up top so um i mean they say the older you get the further back on the field you go but she's she's still fairly young yeah, she, she should still do a still job be up front. yeah yeah well and and again i think that's even more reason why houston felt hard done by by not getting three points um for having a depleted team for being at home on a on a weekend and uh, and basically having every this this game was ripe for them to get three points right like this is not the same courage team that normally plays but we this is what's awesome about our team and all the the national team players were saying the same thing on Twitter is like this is the identity of the courage they do not give up they do not quit they keep playing and they find a way to get a result and they did. Like if hashtag no finish line. Hashtag, I mean, yeah, they they live it. They chose, they, they're chosen. They chose grit today, growth tomorrow, right? They 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 chose that as a team because that's the, how they identify themselves. It's like that's a rallying cry, and I see it. I see that identity one hundred percent. We are the envy of the entire league with good reason. We have a great coach who's the fastest to fifty wins. By the way, uh, yep. didn't mention that, um, and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm running out of good things to say about this team. I really am. Like, uh, like this should have been a loss, but now we're 12 unbeaten, and this is just getting silly at this point. We're halfway. We're halfway through the season, and we have not lost. Yeah, and, and that's a beautiful thing. It's and this was the thing. only time where it felt like we probably could have and should have lost. Like. There are sometimes in games where like you see a streak and you're like, well, yeah, maybe they got away with one here or there. No, like almost every game, there was a deserving win or a deserving draw, or we come back and won with with good effort. This is like a game where we we stole this, we stole a point. This is the, legitimately, I feel like the only game this year where we genuinely stole a point. 
um, and deserved it. So Courage have now taken six points from uh, losing positions in four matches. Ah, good stat there, Dave. Very good stat. Nice. Um, and, and a 10-point swing on four straight road games can't beat that. And now they get some deserved rest while uh, we watch the U.S. women's national team whoop up on uh, China for a couple of games. Well, half the team is not getting any rest, so we have to keep that in <laughs> yeah, mind. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But at least at least these are friendlies. You know, these are prep games for the Tournament of Nations coming up in July. But, um, I mean, it, hey, if you get caught up by your national team, you're taken care of. Uh, yeah. More, probably more than you are in your club team, especially depending on where you're playing. Um, you know, Sky Blue. I don't, I don't even think Sky Blue has anybody called up. Is Carly uh, Lloyd even Carly called Lloyd. up? Carly Lloyd got called up? Yeah. Okay. She was it. That was it, though. Yikes. Still one point. Yikes. Can you imagine what Sky Blue would have to look like without Carly Lloyd? They would have zero We saw what they looked like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, they had Because she's not making a... She's not making a... She's really not making a difference in these games anyway. If if so, they would have more than one point. That that is... it's, It's making... The Sam Kerr to Chicago move look really good for Chicago right now. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, all right. So real quick, y'all, just want to let you know that the Oak City Classic is open still. The registration's been open for about a week. And there, there are like, I'll be honest with you, there's probably about 16 or 17 teams already signed up. Yeah. So we need to get a team together, y'all. <laughs> we're going to get shut out. Because um, I think we capped it at about 24 teams last year or, or maybe 30. Um, so get, get, if you have, if you're thinking about it, it's only a hundred bucks, get you in, but you can always do, do more and, and jump up the table before even a ball's even kicked. So oakcitysupports.com slash classic to register, donate, get your mulligans. You can buy your mulligans and you can learn a bit more about the uh, tournament. All right. Ask six PW. And oh yeah. Wait, before, but it's also pride month. Oh, that's so right. if you, you don't know, me. yes. No <laughs> if you don't know, Austin's doing playing for pride for the month of June. And um, 6PW is going to be matching Sam Mewis yes. all month. So we owe for a goal that she happened to score. That's true. That's true. So, start start and a goal. So that's uh, 15. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Oh, wait. No, 20. No. 20? She started. Oh, gosh. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. That's the <laughs> math we're going to have to do after the podcast. Yeah. But Sam, <laughs> we're matching you. So I want to see... A hat trick. Yes. Yep. A hat trick. A hat trick. I donated an extra $20. Yes. There you go. Make it happen. There it is. Uh, yeah. So we figured Sam Mewis is a good one because she's going to play for U.S. She's going to play for the Courage. She's in a good form right now. She's already got three goals in the season and she hasn't, yep. she's only played a handful of games. Um, so we picked a good one, I think. Because uh, if she's not scoring, she's assisting, and she's definitely starting. So we're guaranteed to donate money one way or the other. <laughs> Go get him, Sammy. That's right. So, yeah, we're uh, we're going all out for Pride. Um, so donate to Playing for Pride if you want to join with us to match with Sam Ewis or if you want to pick another player. Uh, Playing for Pride, at Playing for Pride on Twitter, they got the whole shebang of players that you could punt, uh, that you could follow. Or if you just want to donate, I think we, at 6, 6PW did a one-time donation to playing for pride long before a ball was even kicked. You can do that. If you'd rather just like, I don't even want to bother with the math because math is hard. You can just donate straight up. It's all the same. Um, and hundred percent of the proceeds go to athlete ally doing some great stuff. So, um, you know, support those who support everybody. Um, that's what and I If say. you haven't seen, if you haven't seen, uh, Oak city supporters made a really cool banner. Yes. Uh, for playing for pride. Yeah. Um, that all the players that are playing for Pride will be signing. We're actually taking it up with us when we go to D.C. So D.C. players can sign it. And at the end of the month, uh, we're going to auction it off with all those signatures on it. So mm, that's good. all that money will also be going to Athlete Ally for, through playing for Pride. So it's going to uh, be a good month. I think we're going to go way past his goal, uh, Austin's goal. So... You yeah. know, look out for that I'm on really all of social that. media. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that, just to seeing what the final total is at the end of at the end of the month, and and it's going to keep going afterwards. But I'm going to have to bid on that that banner, y'all. That's, that's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, we already have we had a lot of the men players sign it. Um, 
Couple on our first game against Steele. Um, yep. The 16th, uh, Utah comes in, and they have, like, six players yeah. on playing for pride. So that means hopefully we can get Becky and uh, Smith O'Hara. and Matheson, O'Hara. Yeah. Hopefully get all those players to come sign if they're playing for pride or even if they just want to sign it just because. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great, even if they're not playing that's for a pride. Lot of na- that's a lot of national team stars. Yeah, you know, it's, wor- it's, that worth, it's worth a lot. It's going to be worth it's a worth lot. It's worth it. I'm so excited to see yeah. how much we raise from that. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some some questions because man, for as little as we had last week, we got three times as many this Ooh, week. Got them all. Oh lordy. All right. So we're just gonna go down the road. Zach with a ch biggest World Cup snub. Um, aside from the U.S. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we oh. were not snubbed. We were not snubbed. <laughs> we blew it. Yeah, yeah we, we blew it. Tanked. We, we got the invitation. We tanked, like Italy and then Italy and the Netherlands and the U.S. They, it was a it was a tank job yeah. all the way across the board. For, yeah, the difference is so. that the Italy Italy and the Netherlands had genuine competition and it just there weren't enough spots. There was a spot for us and we just did not want it. Yeah. <laughs> that is we're true. We're just like, hello, well, nah, we need nah, a vacation. We good. <laughs> the kids we need did. to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it'll be a blessing in disguise, you know, I think in the long run. But biggest World Cup snub, I'm going to say um, Kingsley Komen for France because mm-hmm. he's, he's a very, very good young player and you want to bring a couple of young players and mix them in with veteran talent. Um, yes. And for, by the way, time out real quick. If anybody is like, "Oh, I don't know anything outside of NWSL and USL," just stick around. Just stick. Th- just just stick through this, okay? Because this is World Cup time. You need to be involved in this. It's a it's a once in every four years thing. We got a lot of questions about USL and NWSL, so stick with us. Some people yeah. are just I mean, I like, took days, "I take days off for the World Cup." Yeah. So yeah, like, it's a big <laughs> deal, y'all. Yeah. Um, but we have questions that involve NWSL and USL stuff too. So it's not just Premier yeah. League and, and international soccer. Um, but that would to, that is to say, Kingsley Coman's probably Sane maybe a snub for. Germany. I would say so. I, I want to address the Sane one. Being a big um, Germany fan is I, I realize how pivotal Sané was to Manchester City's run. However, the big thing with Germany is they have three squads of depth. Like they are so deep. They are Mariana's trench deep in hell. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're so, like they have like their A squad, AA and AAA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their triple their triple A squad could win this World Cup. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So I think, yes, I I hate that he's not playing this game because he is really good. He has been pivotal for Germany as well. However, I think with the depth, they just, like, someone had to lose out. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a snub. This is an opportunity. So I think this is a good, like, this is a good opportunity for him to just continue to keep working and stuff. And, And Joaquin Lowe even came out and said, it's hard to turn away players when everyone's really good and everyone's <laughs> excited. But, you know, I think I think that they'll do okay without him. And I think that this, if anything, this should inspire him to get ready for the next one. The, um, hey, he's got I, Euros I, in two years, so he's getting yeah. get ready for that. So I would, and, and I would also not only amplify what uh, Chuck said about Komen, I think him being out is good, but my, my snub is uh, Reginine Golan from oh, yeah, for Belgium, yeah. and he's a really, really good player for Roma. He's a target currently for United and for uh, Tottenham. I, I would be scared to see him in the Premier League, so I think, especially with Belgium being such a, like, a big dark horse in this tournament, I don't know why they left him out. Like, Sané, mm. yes, they have the depth. Nigolin, I don't know. I don't know if Belgium has enough depth to, re- to reject him. Yeah, they they have just enough, but it's like he's a starter that you're choosing not to bring for whatever yes. reason. Um, like that'd yeah, you're like, right. Yeah, that'd be like France going without you know Pog- with without Lacazette or not Lacazette. Sorry, uh, Griezmann. Like it just he's a starter. It it would make not make sense to take someone who's that big of a deal to your team. Yeah, who can be an influencer? Especially you need one of those graft. You know, like those like hard nosed guys in the World Cup who's just gonna like do the dirty work, and Nine Golan yeah. does that for you. So, exactly, and they're gonna they're gonna miss him when they get into the round of sixteen. Yes, My, mine isn't a snub. Mine is a biggest 
World Cup heartbreak, and that's if Salah is not fit to go. Oh, he'll be fit. He's going. He's going. He's oh, he's gonna go, but yes. can he go ninety minutes for three oh, games? Oh yeah, yeah. Can, he, can he play and, Liverpool? Yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw him. I saw him and Mohamed El Nene, who's one of Arsenal's Egyptian players. He had a pretty nasty year too. I didn't think he was going to make the list, but him and Salah both made it. And I'd like to see both of them play at least outside of the group stage. That would be nice. Yeah. 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 Um, um, all right. So Talking Jacks asked, uh, Talking Jacks is a part of the Soccer and Sweet Team Network for Charlotte Independence, in case you weren't aware. They asked, since our Playing for Pride player is injured, can we borrow one of yours to donate for? So, guys, we need to give them someone to follow to donate from NCFC or The Courage. Who do we I give mean, them? Just There's McDonald. so many players. Yeah. I, mean, I, I say we give them... But let's give him. I say we give him Jess McDonald. Jess McDonald. Yeah. Um, yeah second choice, maybe Austin Deleuze. Uh I mean, he's a solid choice <laughs> if you're looking for someone to uh, to match donations for. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jess McDonald's having a great year. She, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I would say McDonald, especially. You know, I, I understand if not wanting to pick NCFC because of rivalry, but since the Courage is the only North Carolina NWSL team, I would say if if you want to. Move aside rivalry stuff. Go go for McDonald. That'll be a good year. Yeah. Uh, outside the eighteen, another podcast. Um, he they said there has been a lot of talk of hashtag Clark out. Shouldn't we be resetting our expectations? Isn't there is there really a coach in or around the USL who can come in and make the team better tomorrow? Yes, Don is free. <laughs> 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 Sam Allardyce is free. At this yeah, point. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he would at least solidify the back line for ninety yeah, minutes. Exactly. I like, mean, I, now, now we're we're of course you know we're we're joking about this sort of thing, but the problem yeah. is that the expectations have been high for a while, and they just they even when we've lowered them, they just haven't been met, and yeah. that's part of the problem. And this all started back in twenty thirteen. When we when we were playing in a seven team spring season in the NASL, we were dominating. We were winning at home. We were drawing on the road. You know, every single game we win at home, we draw on the road. Last two games, two games to go. All we have to do is beat Atlanta at home in order to, you know, in order to clinch the spring season title and a home final. And and we go in there and we end up laying this egg. And part of the problem was the game before that was in Utah. It was a it was a um, a game against Real Salt Lake in the U.S. Open Cup, and and Colin Clark sacrificed that game. He emptied the bench for that particular game in order to have his starters fresh for Atlanta, which at the time mm. was a very sound decision. Yeah. At least we thought so. But then we watched them play against Utah, and it's like it killed all of their momentum. It's just like, for whatever reason, that game just sort of deflated the team, and Atlanta came in and took advantage of it. And as a result, we only got a draw in that game, and Atlanta, all they had to do was, well, they had to win, and we had to lose, you know, in the last game, and Atlanta would have won the spring season. All we had to do was go to San Antonio and get a draw. We just had to keep them out of goal for 90 minutes, and we just looked so meager mm. in that game. And there have been so many games since then where, you know, when even when something is on the line, we just end up looking so meager, all the way up until, you know, last season's playoff game in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, it, we did, however, do well to get there. We, we did well to run to get there. We did well to get there, but even then, there were just these little yeah. moments and these little results along the way that we should have gotten that would have put us in an even better position. Possibly could have gotten us a home playoff game, you know, last year, yep. and we didn't get there. Yep. You know, and it was, you know, I think back to 2014 when we had a shot at, you know, making the playoffs. Um, in in the last game, and the players looked like they were just playing out of string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that a lot of that comes down to you know how they respond to the manager, and I think it's grown even more now because you see how the courage responds to Paul Riley compared to how a lot of NCFC players respond 
to Cullen Clark. And, and, you know, this is just the on the field stuff. We won't even talk about, you know, some of the personnel decisions. You know, I'm still mad about the Cesar Elizondo trade. Let's <laughs> get into the weeds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Dan, I mean, he was playing great for us, and then we end up trading him away for no apparent reason because he and Colin Clark just didn't get along. And we brought in Danny Barrera, who did, you know, fuck all for us. And it's just these little things along the way that make you think – we should be doing better than this. With the talent that we've had on the pitch the last two years, we should have been doing better than we have. Yeah. And I think now you know, we're seeing you know, a little bit less talent, and we're in a league that is a lot tougher now. You know, we don't have to play Puerto Rico five times. So, <laughs> so it, you know, it because, so it, it, at some point you have to look at it and say, well, it can't necessarily be all of these different players, can it? There is a common denominator. So, and we'll, yes. leave it, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, Simon asks, uh, why should we as fans, quote, restructure our expectations and accept Colin Clark and accept losing? Which goes first, the, the coach, the GM, both, or season ticket holders? I'm going to answer and say, honestly, season ticket holders, because our attendance yeah. has been dipping um for a number of reasons but i think some of it has to go with uh is the quality is the product on the field as entertaining as a courage match and right now like what's what's more of an easier sell hey guys there's a team that's first in the league and is running away with it versus yeah this team is out of the playoffs and we're sitting mid-table which one would you rather go see um and so, I mean, it's, it's uh, people are voting with their with their attendance. They're they're not coming because they're just not sure if they're going to get good value for money. Um, and it's still a cheap ticket, but uh, what goes first? Yeah, season ticket holders. Yeah, See, um, you need results to get people in the stands, and if those results aren't coming, and nothing about the front office is changing, or the players aren't changing, then those fans that were on the border about either getting tickets or coming back to a game aren't. So let's, let's be fair though. The moment we get a stadium deal lined up and we get our punch our ticket to MLS, everyone comes back because uh, like, like uh, Jarrett said in in our, in our group, um, some people just don't like minor league sports, but they do like major league sports. Um, yes, and I hate. Call- this is not a minor league sport, right? This is okay. Yes, it's D two because of of sanctioning, but these guys get paid. We're talking like they're not getting paid. They get paid to do this. They, if you get paid, it's a major sport. I don't care what division you're in. So I don't like calling it major minor, but in terms, in the eyes of the average Joe Schmo, it is. Um, by the way, Kurt's not going anywhere, right? Like if if the results are terrible. Clark is gone. Kurt is staying. Like, I know that there's a buddy-buddy friendship thing there. Allegedly, I don't know for sure. But, like, at the end of the day, he's a he's a man that makes decisions, and sometimes they're hard decisions. And eventually, that's going to have to be one that he's going to have to make. He can't be here forever. That's all I'll say about that. Jonathan asked, We all know the Portland game was satisfying, but what was the most impressive result of the Courage road trip? The, the Portland game. Portland game. It was totally the Portland game. I, I mean, let's face it. it I mean, <laughs> the fact that we had, you know, we lost so many players and still managed to get a result in Houston was good. Yep. But what we did to Portland in Portland yep. was truly impressive. I will take that 10 out of 10 times if you told me. If you said you're going to get a 4-1 result in Portland, I'd be like, sold, done. Yes, best result was, you can ask for. That, that was very impressive. But I think the Houston game for me was the one that was like, yes, this team <laughs> is legit. They fight when there's no when no one thinks they're going to win. Mm-hmm. They, come, they can come back and they can win. Now, they've done that with our um, – with all five of our starters before, which yeah. is great, yeah. but um, that that game that game solidified it for me. Like yeah. they, the, Paul Riley is becoming the NWSL's George Graham from the, his Arsenal years. Like it really is. Like yes, you're going to grind out those one nil, two one, one ones. Like lots of low spin, but you know what? 
you're just going to keep pushing and grinding out results. Even if they, like, on numbers, they seem boring. It's like, this team is just such good quality and just keeps fighting back. Yeah. Um, Great today, growth tomorrow. Yep. Yep. Let's try and run through some of these because we're kind of running out of time a little bit. So Josh asked, how do you personally feel uh, how will you personally feel and how will you react when Nas comes back to Wake Med? I think we kind of mentioned that a little bit. A little bit of heartache, yeah. a little bit of, hey, good to see you, but please don't score against us. Please don't score. <laughs> Stop scoring. Stop scoring. Yeah, how, how I feel will depend on how many of those 25-yard zingers he yeah. puts into the <laughs> in, in this game compared to the last one. You want to do zero? Talk to us after the game? Oh, we'd be buddy-buddy, yeah. Um, Justin asked, "Will Yuri uh, return to the courage mean a return to the three back? No, I, I think I think we got a good Abby, Abby, uh, Hinkle, and Matthias. It's been working. Uh, we're getting a lot of shutouts like we did were last year. I, I think we still stick. I mean, there's no reason to, to upset the apple cart on this. Yuri's a very no. good player, but I don't think we need to rush her back um, by any means. Bringing bringing Yuri in and trying to play three at the back means someone else would have to go to the bench. Yeah. Who on this team would you even think I, about I putting on the I bench right now? Want to. I wouldn't even want to think about it. Um, Seth asks, Nas jerseys and shirts, break them out or put them up this Saturday? Put them up. Put them up. Put them up. Put them up. It's nice. Wear them up. Where it's kind of like the, the Red Hawk stuff. Like, if we had a commemorative game, sure, but like, don't don't show up with orange. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't show up with Nas jerseys on no, no, no. FC Cincinnati. Unless you want him to sign it, don't bother. Showing yes, up yes. Him. If you want him to sign it or you want to pose with him in it, perfect. Like, but, but don't if wear you're it. There to ten, please no. Don't wear it. Yeah, um, put it in, put it in a bag or something. Yeah, don't put that evil on <laughs> us. <laughs> <Don't> yes. <laughs> uh, Justin asked, since we uh, have roughly the same people going to the tournament nations in July, this does this weekend make you feel better or worse about our chances? Better, 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 yeah, yeah. better. Uh, he said, "What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol for the players to drink with?" <laughs> Hockey. hockey yeah yeah just because they'd be falling all over the place but it has Absolutely. to be three on three because there needs to be enough space for them to just go crazy you know they and have to, for overtime yeah like if you go in overtime and it's or and you have to play minimal teams just break out the booze yeah yeah oh yeah i like Everyone that i like that three shots of jack before they go on back onto it. the ice yeah yeah <laughs> perfect yeah Wow, then the Hurricanes might actually win overtime every now and then. Because <laughs> oh. they wouldn't even give a shit anymore. They'd just be like, fuck it, send me out there. That hurts. It hurts, but it's true. <laughs> Justin Williams going after all the defensive. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Justin's, Justin's third question was, uh, it's National Cheese Day uh, by the day of us recording this. What is the best kind of cheese? My answer is free cheese. Free cheese. Is the yes. Yes. <laughs> The cheese, the the cheese that you put into your mouth. Yes, yes, or melted cheese. <laughs> Alex asked, "Why should we keep Colin Clark? Not why should we get rid of him? But why should we keep him? Stability is one. Um, we have no options. We haven't. Yeah, I mean, I want, <laughs> I'd rather have somebody who knows the system and knows the climate and knows the players than some. There's there's an argument for both, right? An argument for a brand new guy to come in and make wholesale changes, and an argument for stay the course and um, we know exactly what's going to happen every week, <laughs> bad or good. Um, that's a tough one, Alex. That's a really tough one. Dave, can you find a ray of sunshine as to why we should keep Colin Clark? Do you, do you want to plead the fifth? He highlights how good the courage are. How much time do we actually have on this? We podcast? have very little. We Can we share to... Paul Riley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to have him do double duty. Um, Please. We may have to save that one for another time when we have more time. Um, mm. Same with Ryan. Uh, Ryan has a, a three-parter question. You can see it on Twitter. We will probably save that for another day because we're running out of time. Um, Sterling had more of a comment. Um, apparently, streamers were thrown while we were losing. Uh, don't do that. Streamers are only for when we score. It's for winning. Streamers are for winners. Coffee is for closers. Streamers are for winners. Yes. And Brian had an interesting uh, question on thoughts on attendance dip and what that realistically can be done to boost attendance. Look, when winning helps, and sometimes you bring a friend if you want the attendance to go up. Yes, you Um, can. I think Ryan's preached this about many things, and I think we have as well on our own. 
But if you want something to happen, you absolutely need to do it. Like, hey, I want more people to come out to my local soccer team. Well, if you're not going to do it, or if you're not going to at least talk to people, motivate people, like if, if you just ask for it to happen, it's not necessarily going to yeah. happen. You have to take some level of action. I know yep. we live in such a world where it's easy to get like instant gratification stuff and, you know, focus on what, what's easiest, but this is not an easy thing, especially like, let's say we don't get MLS at all and we're just stuck in USL, you know, at that point, there's no savior league and major league, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's, it's just going to be us in the USL at that point it really shows you, all right, how much do you care about this team? Yeah. Like, if you want it to be a big thing, like, if you want it to be like FC Cincinnati is right now, you know, you need to show up. You need to bring friends. You need to spread the movement. You need to, become, you know, come out to the more tailgates. Help out with that. Help out with chance. You know, yeah. do what you can. Whatever you can, you are capable of doing. Even if it's just showing up. Yeah. Just show up. Yeah. Do it. Bring bring people. And look, the club has done everything that they possibly can do. They have done several different um, you know, marketing campaigns. They have done several very creative ways to get people to come out to an event and then go to the game. Like the beer fest idea was fantastic. They're doing yes. uh, uh everybody fucking loves Harry Potter. They're doing a Harry Potter night where you can get a package of tickets and a scarf of your choosing, one of the four houses at Griffin uh, at uh um, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. And, uh, Hogwarts. Hogwarts shows you how much I know. Um, and like people go ape shit for that kind of stuff. So like, don't say that we're not doing enough. We are doing every, and we are probably doing more than the average USL club is doing to market and promote the team in creative and interesting ways. Sometimes, unfortunately there's no opportunity to double dip and say like, if you buy a ticket to this game, you get to go to the courage because they are two different leagues and there are rights restrictions and you can't, we can't unfortunately trade in tickets for, you know, cross, we can't cross promote the team. Like, if I have NCFC season tickets, I can't exchange them for courage tickets. It just doesn't work that way. I wish it could, because then we so might. I wish it could too. Double headers would be fun. Double headers would be great. Oh, it's just Let's never going to happen. Too. Yeah, it's it's rare that it's, it didn't happen at all last year, and I don't think it'll ever no. happen because of they played on the same weekend, but yeah. it was never the never, same. Day. Never the same day. Um, that so. We, oh, that'd be fun. A whole day at Wake Man Soccer Park? Hell yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so for everybody who's wondering why the attendance is lower, bring somebody out and you know, uh, you know, engage in what the club is doing with terms of marketing, promoting. Share the stuff that they're doing. Because no if the people aren't liking their page or they're not following them on Twitter, they don't see it. So share the stuff that they're doing. Take Bring people to Oak City Supporters Tailgates. That's how a lot of people get started and hooked and bring their friends. And that's how we have grown our numbers. It's just that simple. Um, all right. We are way over time. So we're going to end it there. Uh, of course, we're brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company and the Beautiful Game Network. We are friends of the pod, Soccer and Sweet Tea. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Six Point Weekend and leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you hear. So long, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you all again next week. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace.